0: Alright guys, back at it, coming in hot, episode 24, two, four, big 2-4, what big up two, y'all, I know we've been gone a little while. you know what it's I It's our
1: mean? Kobe episode, rest in peace.
0: We're, we, we've been keeping up with everything going on, all sports, everywhere, soccer, MMA. That's There's a, a ball, lot, football, lot all to all talk this about
1: this week, a lot to talk about this week.
0: But what's the going game. on that? Let's catch up over
2: uh, over the past weekend, right? Because this uh, happened Saturday, uh, I believe. UFC. UFC 264. I uh, haven't watched the whole damn thing. My cousin was in town, so I wanted to go visit and hang out with them. And I kind of watched all the preliminaries to... Uh, the early preliminaries, the preliminaries and the, the final, you know, actual pay-per-view event. I thought overall it was pretty good. The ticket was pretty good. The preliminaries were really good leading up to the fight. I thought the main fights were... Also good, except for the last one, which we'll get into. Uh, but we'll we'll just mainly talk about uh, uh, Sean O'Malley, the Sean O'Malley fight. Uh, Julian, if you want to jump in, give us a little context of what the fight was in coming into this uh, our
0: MMA years. our oh. MMA pro over here.
1: Oh, you mean the human punching bag he went up against, like the walking human punching bag that didn't know how to block or stop walking towards him the entire time as he's getting his ass beat. I tell you what, even though it was completely one sided, it was still one of the most entertaining fights I've ever seen in my life. Like, I mean, it was just nonstop. I mean, this guy had to have a world record for like the most hits in a professional MMA fight. At a, at the UFC level, and then the other guy's got to have one of the strongest fucking jaws I've ever seen in my life. I mean, this guy took an absolute beating. He got rocked, I believe, at the end of the first round. But dude, I mean, this guy was real, and he wasn't even swinging. Like, I mean, he swung like a couple times, but it's insane. I got the stats right here. So, so was,
0: he, was, that, was that part of his training to just stand there and yeah, just, just get, fucking um, just see hit how many hits he
1: get fucking railed Sean O'Malley right now yeah. is quote-unquote s- still undefeated he's still 14-0 and 0, or 15-0 no I thought he's 14-1 I'm looking at
2: it right now.
1: no but you know how like the whole thing is that he keep he thinks he's uh undefeated oh. he doesn't count that loss but he, here's the thing throughout the fight he landed about 80 percent of his strikes which is just insane and then they ended That's up great, stopping great. the fight with 30 seconds left and like I heard Joe Rogan saying, "Like man, they probably should have let uh, let him finish." But then, like another part of me is like, "Man, I don't know." Like, yeah, like I remember that was
2: uh, Herb. What's the name? Herb. Herb, Herb Dean. Her Herb, Herb Dean. Herb Dean was on that fight. Um, just overall, because the guy's name is Chris Mutino. We haven't said the name, Chris Mutino, and he's kind of a newer guy, right? He came from some other. Did he come from like a, another fighting, or was I've he like personally never, or or I've personally never heard of him?
1: I personally never heard of him. I was kind of surprised. Well, he took this fight on last minute. um so that was another uh thing that's probably why sean o'malley like absolutely destroyed him but yeah
2: so most of the fight this guy came in and jojo i don't know if you saw it or not but this guy mutino um he came in and like he was like i what i I told in text. you saw in the group I, i described him like the like the nate diaz because this guy came in and he was just eating the punches whatever o'malley was throwing he was just eating them um i feel like you know O- O'Malley dominated most of the fight but because this guy was just he was just fucking enduring um yeah. the, the entire fight like even though he was losing he would have lost on points anyways even if it went to you know the end of the third round he, this guy would have lost all the points yeah, I, I didn't had- get a chance
0: yeah. I didn't get a chance to see it but basically what Julian was describing it it's funny the first comparison I kept on mind was Nate Diaz I'm like this is a Nate Diaz kind of fighter
1: <laughs> the only difference is Nate Diaz actually swings back like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: and this guy was a stand-up. Like, he was standing up. He wasn't trying to do any takedowns or nothing. This guy was just put his hands up square, and he was just trying to, punch, like, punch his way. And, you know, Sean O'Malley, he's very diverse. So, you know, he does kicks. He was better with his combos. Um, And Sean O'Malley dominated the whole fight, like, as far as, like, just... Um, but what the one thing I did notice from this guy, this guy Mutina, was he was always going forward, regardless of whether, you know. He was always going at Sean O'Malley. Like Sean O'Malley didn't have time to like rest or lay back. And because uh, I think Sean O'Malley had like four inches, either two inches on punch and then like four inches in height or something, he had a, a height advantage and a punch a reach advantage uh, on this guy. So whenever this guy was getting punched around, he just kept moving forward. Like this guy was like fucking Terminator, like fucking Mike Myers, kept going forward. He wasn't throwing any combos. You know, sometimes you know, sometimes you would throw some punches, whatever. But regardless of whatever happened, whatever he got hit with, he just kept coming at, it. he kept closing that distance with, with uh, Sean O'Malley. So, like most of like, like I said, even though this guy would have lost, if it would have gone all the way, this guy would have lost some points and whatever. But still, this guy like earned like hella respect, like in my eyes, because yeah, he ate them punches. You think like- he was
0: just like stunned that whole time? Just he honestly, he, he wasn't no. there. He was moving, bro. He was moving. Like, he was, just, he, was he trying to go for takedowns or anything? No,
1: he was, he was literally a walking punching bag. Like, he <laughs> didn't, he so didn't
0: even, even call that a fight, bro. It's a one-way fight. Well, he'll <laughs> never be a champ.
1: Hey, man, he can get all the respect he wants. <laughs> if he keeps on fighting like that, he'll never be going to get a victory. And the thing is, yeah. uh, like, real quick, I was like, I know everybody was saying, like, you know, he shouldn't end the fight. But, like, realistically, like, O'Malley deserves that knockout. O'Malley I deserved think, that knockout.
2: I mean, and if anything, it, that 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 guy deserved to get knocked out. Honestly, because it's the last thirty seconds of the last round. You will have you know three rounds, five minutes, and mm-hmm. that guy earned. He ate everything that Sean O'Malley had to give him. So you know, I was like, "Yo, this guy keeps eating like." You never know. You gotta give him a fighter's chance, right? Because you never know. Maybe Sean O'Malley slips. He l- his legs. He gets tired. You know what I mean? That's a strategy too. Just getting tired from throwing punches.
0: Yeah, like, wear him out. They, you know what I
2: mean? Yeah. You, you know, maybe, maybe the guy catches Sean O'Malley on the chin or something. You know, there's a fighter's chance, just a, a puncher's chance. Um, but that guy earned that whole fight. He earned the right to fucking finish it the entire way. If he was getting knocked out, he getting knocked out. But he ate so many punches. It's like I don't see this guy fucking going down. Like I said, he was a fucking ideas of of, of this fight. Like.
0: Man, so is a brick wall out
2: there. Yeah, I feel like Herb. He stopped it way too early. And Herb is a you know he's an experienced ref. Um, you know he's been around all the big fighters and whatever. And I, that guy he deserved to fucking finish it not with a, a TKO. And that fight. guy he got out or something.
1: That guy got like I saw Pat McAfee say he said he got five to six CTE diagnosis in that one fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was insane. But right here is the stats. So I know throughout the whole fight he had about eighty percent, which is insane. He still ends it off pretty ridiculous. So That's wild. out of total strikes, he has landed 230 out of 318 total strikes. Significant
0: 230 sh- strikes. I don't think I've ever fucking heard end. that number in any kind of. How do you even one swing that much, dude? You're you're, la- you're You said landed.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. significant I mean, as strikes. you still standing. Significant
1: so, oh, I- strikes. Yeah, it's. And, and to put in perspective, what he landed, he threw 218 and only landed 70. No. And, like, those, those are probably, <laughs> like, half-assed shots, too. Like, they're yeah,
0: not, you like. Yeah, in the river in there, probably caught him in the back, caught him in the arm. Couple like, leg they kicks. weren't impactful. But how could this guy take all those hits? Like, I don't, I just don't understand. Like, is that part of his training? He just stands and he it's gets punched like, in the
2: face. It's got to be a talent, bro. It's got to be a skill I because know. I don't know how else he survived, bro. Like I said, he didn't get knocked out because the, you know they called it early. So, I mean, I mean yo,
0: I, I again, I didn't see the fight, but I'd like to see right. this guy in his next fight if he's willing right. to actually fight back. That would be interesting. Yeah. Who, who knows? If you can if he can last that long, and let, if he actually, you know, uh, try to yeah. defend himself, and
1: if he was uh, actually man, a good fighter, he would almost never get knocked out. Like if he was an actual that's
0: insane, that's, that's, like, that's unheard of. Yeah, it's, yeah it was ridiculous to win. So.
1: Yeah, that
2: that was it for that Sean O'Malley fight. I don't know if you got anything to say on also because like, we want to talk about the main fight, Julian. Uh, yeah, I mean, like-
1: by the way, the whole card was awesome. Like, yeah. uh, every I card did, like, was great. right? Oh, Everything no, Was the a- lady
2: that got her her? She got a cut right here. It looked yeah, like It looked like She mouth. It like yeah,
1: it looked <laughs> like she got another <laughs> mouth. She looked like she got another <laughs> mouth. Uh, the yeah, former that's- NFL that's- defensive end yeah. star Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. But that was uh, a good fight. I mean, got fucking rocked. Got rocked yeah. by this Polynesian guy. And then uh and then we had the um oh my god, it's my drawing a blank. Uh, so, oh uh Steve Wonderboy Thompson and Gilbert Burns. That was a pretty good fight. Went to decision. Gilbert Burns won because he's just probably one of the best wrestlers in the UFC right now. It's a little bit of a boring fight, but I mean for diehard UFC guys, it's it was pretty in wrestling people, it's yeah. it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now to the final fight, the one everybody was waiting for, we would hope we'd Ooh. finally see an end to the trilogy, but it looks little like little it little might little happen little again. It looks little like they little might little have a four. Before,
0: before. before you even get into it, Julian, before you even get into it, because we all saw Laurier McGregor 2, and we even had an episode on it. You know, the podcast was already set up. We we're talking about that. We were waiting how long for this? You know, a decent amount, you know? Yeah. McGregor and Poirier to get back back in the ring together, uh, but carry on,
1: man. I don't. I don't know how to rate. I like. I don't know how to look at this fight. Like I don't. Like Dustin was winning that fight clearly, but then yeah. it almost really makes me wonder if like something because cl- clearly to me McGregor cracked it or did something before it actually broke whether it might have been in training whether it was during the fight something might have happened like because you know he hasn't fought a whole lot recently and like maybe his bones just aren't like he hasn't toughened up like I I don't I don't know but like I kind of heard O'Malley kind of talk about it on I saw him do an interview with Pat McAfee and they kind of think maybe with all the boxing training and everything that it's kind of affected the strength of like how his body can hold up against kicks or something like that, but something definitely happened. Um, it looks like it probably clearly affected the way McGregor approached the fight. Whatever happened, because the fact that McGregor went shout out to Teddy Atlas guillotine. Uh, and by the way, ESPN have the worst fucking analysts doing MMA. It is got why the fuck is Stephen A. and Max Kellerman and Teddy Atlas fucking talking yeah. about UFC?
0: Like well, you know, and I see content. their takes, man. Honestly, their shit takes. It like, like all their respects, respects to Teddy Atlas. So they're to, to on the hype wagon with what's the most popular thing going on, and I hear them talk about it. Yeah. They they get into these ridiculous ideas and. Well, I love how I mean,
1: Joe, Joe Rogan though, right? and Daniel Cormier like kind of put them in their place in a sense. Like, you hear them, like, they say something, and then, like, one of them will automatically be like, No, 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 no. no. And, uh, it's just, it's hilarious. I yeah. respect the Teddy Atlas, though. No, dude, it's they, a boxing they made the genius, comparison but like
0: that, that he's the new Ronda Rousey of the <laughs> MMA world. That, that's oh, it. He reached his peak, he, he's lost back to back, technically. In my opinion, I'll take. I'll get my take on it. He didn't lose that fight. You know what I mean. That's that was a freak accident. He was he losing. To see that. I mean, you know what I mean. For whatever the reason was, uh, from what I saw in the fight, looks like he wasn't really planning his feet right when he was swinging. Um, his feet. You know, I guess I don't know. You know, in terms of his training, like you said, he's probably more focused it's on the boxing aspect. But, um, I, I personally don't think his career is over. And I think this just makes uh, a greater a story for a comeback, you know, back to back freak accident, you know, if and when he gets better, if he has that next fight set up and he gets to win, man. Sometimes, man, the hardest thing is uh, staying on top while you're on top, right? That's the bit, the realest challenge. You know, he worked his way to the top, back to yeah. You know what I mean? He blew up the sport. Yeah, he might have gotten distracted. There's all these reasons. Uh, everyone. Anyone, you can say anything about his little downfall It is a little downfall he has right now You know what I mean He's at the low end of his current career Because he was so high up But I think this is going to make a beautiful story for a comeback
1: and uh, I mean, For McGregor and, and another thing too Is like People are going to trash McGregor But like let's be real though He's losing To like one of the strongest of, To people in the sh- It's like the strongest division in all of one of the strongest divisions in all of UFC and he's not beat, losing to some slouch i mean he's losing to Dustin Poirier which is probably going to be the next champ which it looks like like and if we go back to the second fight i think he was winning that fight until he got he had caught that fight. and then he this fight
0: And lost fight. fight.
1: It's it's hard. Like I said, this fight's a hard one to judge because, like, who's to say, like, what happened when he got injured and stuff? Like, Dustin was on his way to win that fight if it didn't break or or what. But who was to say, like, maybe if there wasn't some sort of fracture there affected the way – because it clearly – to me, it clearly did because, like, some of the things, like, halfway through that round that McGregor was doing just didn't seem like normal McGregor. Like I said, man, going for that guillotine, shout-out to Teddy Atlas. Like, I don't – like – I, I don't know, man. Is that I don't think well, Poirier is getting a title fight. Like he can't make him fight McGregor again. I think the only way they I think they're gonna fight each other again eventually. I think for sure. But you gotta give I think you gotta give Connor. Don't give him a uh Cowboy Cerrone, not. Don't give him another guy like that. Give him another kind of guy that's he's challenging for the title. And let him work his way back up; they'll make him put him up against some scrub, but like give him some decent competition uh and Get then back. yeah you know what i mean I think if he depending on who he fights next, once he heals and he comes up healthy, I think he's determined though like that's one thing i I think he's very determined, and I think a determined Conor is can be scary like I said, uh I think whoever he faces the next fight and he loses, then he might be out the door, honestly. Yeah but Um, i think uh, i think he has one more good fight in him and then if he wins like he could go on a run but like
0: the question to you guys so khabib had a interview recently i think it was yesterday or on like social media yesterday i was kind of looking at it listening and basically um i guess trash talking mcgregor obviously you know they're not the best of friends you know what i mean they're pretty much rivals and he beat mcgregor but he was saying that uh you know, in the last fight with Poirier, uh, McGregor was trying to he changed he changed his role a little bit. He tried to play the good guy, right? He toned down a lot. He tried to look like a humble man. Got into the fight, whatever. It took his loss, and then all of a sudden in this fight, he switched right back to like the old McGregor, yeah. put showboating. You know, you know, doing yeah, all that. About his wife, yeah, yeah, like and you know what I mean. And he was basically saying like, yeah, you know, he's putting too much energy focusing on his an opponent. Instead of worrying about his training and everything for himself and he's he's just distracted himself from that fight. And he said if McGregor were to fight Poirier a hundred times, Poirier would win a hundred times. What do you think about that? Wait, who'd you say
1: would win a hundred times?
0: Um He said that if McGregor were to fight Poirier a hundred times, Poirier would win a hundred times.
1: No, I don't think that's true at all. I mean, he was he was literally beating him in the last fight. Like I said, I, I it's hard. These last two fights are weird because to me, it I mean, obviously the second fight was clearly definitive. But the thing is, like they've been kind of it's not like he looks terrible though. Like it's not like you're looking at like old Anderson Silva and he's like, dude, you need to leave. Like McGregor's like was winning rounds, like he he looks good at times and i think maybe just a refocusing and like i said i it's hard to judge this last fight because a freak accident did happen as much as you can say what it is a freak accident did happen um even before who's to say what a fracture or anything happened to me he still has a future whether it be getting a title shot he's definitely going to do a nate diaz fight again that's definitely for sure going to happen again um i think that's not going to happen for a while i think he really wants to push up for that lightweight title but to me, he's still a top five guy in the division. Like, he's look who he's losing to, though. Like, he's losing to, like I said, some of the best. I know Gabe's disagreeing with me right now. But, like, there's nobody up in the upper teens or in the upper singles that are going to beat him right now.
0: Pori yeah, worked his way up, man. Like, after that first fight with McGregor, like, he got knocked out first round. It, didn't that happen? And then, you know, he he battled it, battled it out. Right, He had a lot of good fights against And he stayed you know, focused You know what I mean? Like He worked his way Through that whole division to get to where mm-hmm. he's at Now and like you said I think he deserves a title fight Yeah
1: I think he's getting a title fight I think maybe down the road a fourth one Will happen to kind of like a, like a Conor McGregor Poirier 3 2.0 Type of thing
0: Who, because... what, what do you think Dave? I see a lot of head shaking over there
2: it Listen like man good. I have a lot, lot
0: of thoughts On this All right, <laughs>
2: With the fight like I said, because we, we were in the chats earlier, and I, I said, you know, regardless of the fight, I had, I had Dustin Poirier winning that fight without the injury. Because just on the points, so the closest that McGregor got was maybe, uh, you know, that hole that he had him on the floor. Maybe a couple times it was like, oh, shit, he might reverse this. He might, you know, get him in a triangle or some shit. But obviously, Poirier slipped out, and then he had that terrible injury. Um, the fight, man, was just kind of disappointing. Like, I wanted to see him get not- – he lost, which I thought he was going to lose. Um, but he just didn't lose the way that I thought it would be. You know what I mean? Just, I didn't know, think yeah, Poirier
1: was knocking him out. I didn't think he was knocking yeah. him out, I will say.
2: Um. So, and, you know, Jojo, Poirier you play, was oh, definitely he was on his way, way to end. winning. I, like, to, to, I mean... It is a freak injury, but still, like, you're medically unable to fight. Like, even, you know, after the fight, this guy's on the floor talking shit, talking about your wife and my I'm like, bro, you're on the floor. And you had all this pre game. This is what I hate about the fight. Here's the thing I hate the spectacle. And right now, it feels like McGregor is more of a spectacle than a fighter because what was so it? Makes what's it the fun,
0: thing?
2: He, he won one he's won one fight since, like, what, 2017, 2018?
0: It's a, it's a show, man. It's, it's 2016. A show. That's,
2: Six, 2016, that's, 2016, he's that's won that's one fight. That's how you
0: going to get views, right?
2: and and he is the face of ufc like if All you right, like saw the best seller in the ufc right now
1: that one like the saying that he's only won one fight since 2016 that's a pretty misleading stat because he faced khabib probably one of the best lightweights ever okay he beats cerrone who's a who's on his way out the door then he beats elite poirier. poirier twice like, like he's not like he's losing to like scrubs, dude. I mean, he lost to Khabib, the probably the best wrestler ever in the UFC, okay. and then he loses to Dustin Poirier, which is probably on his way to become the champ and is one of the best fighters in the UFC. Okay, so it's not like he's losing he, he, to scrubs.
2: It gets to this point, where it's like you're a spectacle. You talk all this shit, which, by the way, it's mad disrespectful. That's why Khabib. I saw a tweet after the fight. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, you I, feel know, like, like, I feel like karma comes like for you like, or too, some shit. Yeah, Conor comes he right, right? Yeah. running.
0: He was probably embarrassed. You know, he's there with a broken ankle and bro. <laughs> the first how thing. many people
2: been? As soon as as soon as the fight happened, because obviously they interview the winner. I'm like, yo, are they actually going to interview fucking Conor McGregor? And it's like, I, I guess we're doing this. And this motherfucker went on the goddamn floor, laying on his ass talking mad shit. I'm like, yo, why are you still talking? Like, you can't even stand up. Like, we know you're not going to fight anybody. You're talking like you fighting words, but you're sitting down. You can't even walk, motherfucker.
1: But you know what, what? what? Khabib and Dustin, I mean, like, they're talking shit, but you know damn well they would not be making nearly the money they would be making if they weren't fighting
0: Julian.
1: McGregor. Bro, money talks, already bro. In the next fight. He's already, Mag- he's he's
2: McGregor,
1: already in the next fight. McGregor's money, bro. It's money. He said he, he want May- a
2: stretcher. He left on a stretcher.
1: Yeah, I get okay. that.
2: Okay, that's it, man. And you know, he's the face of the fucking UFC. I, you know about the best? But they're seller, talking shit. The tickets, but you know damn
1: well, deep down in Poirier's head, he wouldn't mind fighting McGregor again.
2: I think it's gonna happen because it has to happen. Of he's their course. best. He's their highest profile fighter right now. He's the one that sells the most. Like, he's the most exciting. Besides that's what the fight Jones game, is, fighter, man. You know, uh, besides like a uh, uh, who's there, the the lady fighter? What's her name? On uh, that's on yeah. Um, but you know, they are the they're he's their premier fighter. Here's the highest profile fighter. And it's like how many times can you lose and still be like the number one guy? Like you're still like, Oh, we're gonna hold him up and he's gonna be the face of UFC. Like you, you keep fucking losing. Like, you know, I understand it's, this is a free yeah, but whatever. They're but not the
1: fight. one but the thing is UFC's not pushing McGregor. McGregor's pushing McGregor. McGregor's nice. McGregor's the bit like look, McGregor and Mayweather are probably one of the greatest promoters in fight history. Okay. They, those two figured it out. They figured it out. And at the end of the, game, the, end of the day, I think McGregor deep down would want to be a champion again, but they won at life, man. I mean, and that's just like, and I think like as much as Khabib and Dustin want to talk shit, you know, damn well, like they really liked the idea of fighting them because it made them a shit ton of money. And the UFC likes it because of that. And the reason why we want to watch McGregor fight is because we want to see McGregor fight. Like you can be the most like what I mean, look, we just saw it with the fucking Paul brothers and shit. Like we don't care about like we just want to see the spectacle. It's kind of turning into like WWE in a way. Yeah,
2: like, I, it makes me hate, you know, hate fighters. Like, it's fine if you talk shit, but if you can back it up, like, it's like now, it's like you keep losing. Like, there's I, obviously going to be, it was
0: kind of funny. Like, that was the irony of it, right? No, it's but like, you also like, but you, just literally smacked him in the face while his shit talking, it caught up. You know yeah. what I mean? Everything he was saying. And that's kind like, of what Khabib was saying was like, he's making it about everything else but the yeah. fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but he's I will say, Gabe, Gabe's,
1: Gabe's making it out to be like he got Tyron Winley. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Gabe, yeah, Gabe, you're making it out to be way worse. Like, you're making it out to be like he just – what happened to Tyra Woodley happened uh, to him, yeah. where he got I, knocked down four or five times in and a row. And I don't want to
0: speak for Gabe. I think Gabe's just upset that you're, you're, you're talking all this trash, whether you're, you're not, you know, you know, out of not your, your time. Like, but you're, you're not winning to back it up, right? Is that is that kind of yeah. what you're going for? Yeah, like, no. He's yeah, I get talk, that. not walking the walk. You know what I, I mean? Get, he's not doing I get that. I get
1: that. I get it.
0: I could see that, but it's for the views. I I get it, and I
1: I completely understand that, but like I said, my thing is, it's like we could have, like, there was, in an alternate universe, there's a pretty good chance that McGregor would have won that last fight, And, and then this one was a freak accident, and like you said, he's only fought four times in like five years,
0: like
2: Okay, how many more years do we give him? How many more breaks does he deserve? One
0: more. He's going to get another fight. He's going to get another fight. I mean, Which outside he's funny, of the boxing you know, thing. i say the next one. And honestly, Dude, the he's going to one- want
1: to fight as long as he wants to. At this point, it doesn't <laughs> even matter. Like, he's as long as he wants to fight, he's going to fight. And they're going to let him fight. It, like, and that's just how it is. I, they're definitely going to do a Nate Diaz fight again. Like, I think Connors even openly said he wants to do that again um but i think he really wants to push if for the he title had the first
0: he'd fight khabib again if khabib were to ever miraculously come out of retirement he McG- won McGregor that wants to, how
1: old is mcgregor 33 mcgregor's yeah. like what 33 he's got years left dude he's gonna as long as he wants to fight he's gonna fight it's just how it is like and i think now we're starting to get look these two fights happened in one year he hasn't done that in fucking ages like when was the last time he did that it's been so long or was what was that last poirier that last poirier fight was this year right or was it end of last yeah, year? Yeah, it was in
2: January. Wasn't it January? Somewhere early this year. It wasn't
1: too long ago. But like he's yeah. getting on a, a rhythm. And like I said, his losses came from Khabib and Poirier. It's not like he's Tyron Woodley, where he's getting knocked out by like five dudes in a row, and each <laughs> one is progressively a lower seed. Like like you know what I mean? Like I think I think Poirier's gonna get a title shot and he's gonna beat uh Oh my God! What's his name? Who's a who's a champ? Why is my mind drawing a blank? I looked it up
2: uh, the other day. Because I, I
1: think right. I think um, I think Dana's going to say to his word because Dana said whoever wins this fight getting the title shot, and that was Connor's shot. If he would have won that fight, that would have been his title shot. And I well, I think if up. Connor beats a high profile name and say Poirier wins the wins the title fight and Poirier I think gets it's the Oliveira. belt, Oliveira. It's Oliveira, yep, yep. Oliveira. I think if Connor wins a high-profile match, his next one, whenever it might be, and Poirier is champ, I think he gets a title shot. Whether he deserves it or not, it's that's another topic. But I think he's, I think he's, depending on who he beats. Say He'll he beats, Ga- say he beats Gaethje. That might be a reasonable fight. I would like to see that Connor versus Gaethje. Like that might not be bad. And he beats Gaethje. Gaethje was in the contention for the title like, and he lost to Khabib in his last fight. If he beats Gaethje, that's not bad. I would like to see that fight personally. Two strikers.
0: My last words on this fight, man. Just uh, hope he has a speedy recovery because obviously we all want to see him back in the ring. It's going to be while. I want to see all the antics, but I want to see him back up those antics with a dub while waiting for it. That's my last words on McGregor right now. We'll, we'll see in
2: nine months. We'll see in nine months when it heals.
1: Real uh, quick though, I will say because I just looked up the stats. McGregor landed forty three out of fifty four shots. Dustin only landed thirty six out of sixty six. He had a fifty percent. Connor had eighty percent, and Dustin had that one takedown. So Connor landed more strikes.
2: Well, there was a lot of him on the floor too because he was like punching yeah. the head.
0: And mm-hmm. listen, I don't want to get back into this fight, but yeah. look, everyone's judging that first round off of that, that one takedown. Like,
1: everyone knows that's, McGregor's that's not That's all best I want to I say. Year. That was the stats, because I, yeah. I figured hey, we should talk about it. it. He, he
0: everyone everyone thinks Poirier won that first round just because <laughs> he got to take it to the ground, which who's defending <laughs> it down there. It, it is what it is. That happens.
2: It
1: is right. what it is.
0: Let's
2: get into uh, international news, because we had a soccer this past weekend. It was the Woo, uh, Euro Football. Cup. And, uh, in the final was Italy playing at England in London. So England, the home team, uh, hosting Italy. Um, I actually didn't start watching this game cause I was just fucking around doing some other shit, but then I saw on Twitter, they're like, Oh, the first two minutes, uh, England scores. I'm like, okay, now I got to turn it on. I got to see. Cause this is crazy. How do you score? Like in the first two minutes of a fucking uh, match. So then I watched the rest of it. Uh, I know, Julian, you've been watching soccer all weekend, right? So what do you have from the match? I've been watching uh, soccer all
1: month. I've been watching Cope America and uh, Euros. Personally, I'm more of a South American, North American soccer fan. I think it's a more physical game than Europe's. Europe's a more uh, technical game, so it's not as physical. And I think that's why I don't enjoy it as much. But, I mean... We're going to talk about Italy and England, but we got to give a shout out to Denmark because Denmark went on one hell of a fucking run all the way to the semifinals. Should have beaten England because England got a bitch ass call penalty kick right at the end of the game. I think in extra time, dude completely flopped, didn't get touched, ref didn't reverse it. They take a penalty kick, tie it, and then England wins it in PKs. So it was a complete fluke. English hadn't even been in there. I'm glad England lost. I fucking hate English fans. All they do is talk shit. Oh, it's coming home. It's coming <laughs> home. It's coming. Shut the fuck up. I mean, if they weren't so, if it wasn't the English fans, because honestly, like the English team, it would have been nice. They have never won the Euros or yeah, I think they've never won the Euros and they've so, only won yeah. the World Cup since like the 1950s, like a long time ago. So it would have been nice to see, like, yo, they finally won. But just because of the English fans and then the shit they pulled in the semifinals, like, I was like, no, fuck England, dude. Like, y'all y'all are out here yeah. talking all this shit coming home after your guy clearly flopped at the end of the game to get you guys a, a PK and then tie it up and then win in P- and then win in penalty kicks. So whatever. I'm glad Italy won. Italy was the better team. It went to uh, Italy's probably going to be a World Cup That's favorite coming up. Yeah. Yep. Italy's probably going to be a, a favorite coming into the World Cup next year. Uh, yeah, went into one hell of a shootout. I've like that was one of the craziest shootouts I've ever seen. Uh, I think England they missed the th- the last three shots, which was insane. The third guy That's missed good. it, uh, and then the,
0: the headline,
1: and then the, the last, that. then the last two guys,
0: guys got blocked two of them. And then yeah, apparently those guys don't they didn't play the game though, though, right? They saved them just for that. Like they didn't get any. Um, on no. the, last,
2: the last guy was like 19 years old. He's a, you know,
1: a lot of them team, are really young guys yeah, and actually kind of, they, they contributed throughout the whole tournament. Um, but yeah, man, to, to miss three straight penalty kicks right at the end. Like you can't do that. Not against Italy and not in the Euro finals. Like that, this is probably the second largest tournament in the world next to the World Cup and you you just can't lose you can't miss three penalty kicks yeah. like that. And then I mean shout out to England's goalie. They had a couple stops, but at the end, Italy uh landed more.
2: Yeah, I think and... overall the match the match was pretty good. I watched like I said, I as soon as I heard they score like in the first two minutes, I was like, okay, I gotta turn this on. Um so I watched the whole thing. Uh it seemed like England dominated that first half, the first forty five minutes. Um, and and uh, Italy was like playing fast pace. like they were like pressing a lot. they were you know they it seemed like as soon as they scored that they're behind, you know obviously behind the ball. So they were like you know uh, pressing a lot on defense and they were kind of pushing the, the pace more, um, obviously because they're playing a little bit more frantic after they scored. Um, the ref was the refing was okay at the beginning because they they let a lot of they, obviously they were letting uh, a lot of uh, easy fouls. they were letting go a lot of uh, flops they were letting go. the ref wasn't calling them a lot in the first half. The game, but as I got on, the game got a little harder. There was a little harder slides, and, and the ref started pulling out yellow cards. Um, but I don't think anybody got ejected, and there was no record. Real, real quick, um, since
1: you're on that topic, real quick, I am. I hope I don't know if they ever will, but the one thing I'm glad they're doing that I see. Uh, uh, South America I sent a group. Uh, Con Conmebol, I can never pronounce it, but the the governing body of the South America soccer, and Concacaf here in North America, Central and Caribbean. I like how now they're starting to review calls now, which yeah, is awesome. Now, now they're starting to review calls, and I really hope Europe picks on to that because they're the main ones that fucking flop. Is the Europeans? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And Everybody the- kind of does it in soccer, but like it's pre- you see it a lot in Europe, European soccer.
2: So the re- the referee was okay. Um, uh, There's some maybe a couple calls that were like ah, I wouldn't call that, but whatever they called the calls. Uh, so I feel like Italy definitely. Um, uh, you know, they came back to tie the game. Obviously we played extra with the PKs. Um, Italy kind of dominated the second half of the, uh, of the match. Um, And you can just see some, these guys were tired. Like by the end of the game, we were like in the second extra time. Like you see, they made substitutions obviously. And and then most of the teams were gas. Like, so, and a lot of people complain, you know, I guess we can talk about this too, Julian, how do you feel about it? Like, you know, should a game finish and PKs? Because it's like, yo, these guys out here, they're playing all these matches. It's like, should it just be some arbitrary, you know, put, you know, kickers where we just kick five times and see who has the most? Should, should a game, uh, a match end like that? Um, I don't know how you feel about that. Um, but I'm kind of the opinion of like, yo, y'all played 90 minutes. Then you played extra time. Like, it another 15, another
0: 30 oh, minutes? And in the, the tournament, right, they don't, do they do extra time? I thought they didn't.
1: Yeah, I think they do. Europe they, does. Do. Europe does in Concacaf and uh, Coney Bowl. They uh, the golden, they the golden they, golden they, they don't do uh, extra time. They go straight to PKs after the ninety There you go. Yeah. All oh, right. So
0: in that in that league in that tournament, they don't do. Yeah. In South art. America,
1: North America, yeah. the you go you go. There's no extra time. Yeah. In Europe, you do the extra thirty minutes.
2: Yeah, because I'm not a fan of. And, and know, in the, the World golden Cup,
1: goal. you do the extra thirty minutes.
2: Yeah, I'm not a fan of the golden goal because I feel that kind of sucks. It's like, damn, it's like I don't even have another chance to, you know, it's kind of like in football, it's like what, first person to score wins or something. Um, I'm not really a fan of that. It's like, yo, after you play fucking extra time, you play two extra, you know, extra periods, it's like we got to fucking finish the game. Like, we can't be out here. You know, I mean, you only have three substitutions. So, like, all these guys are gassed. We yeah. got to finish the game somehow. So, like, I don't know if there's a better solution for it. Um,
1: I don't have... I don't have any problem with the shootout. I mean, it's been yeah. like that for hundreds of years. Like, I mean, you see the same thing in hockey. I mean, how else are you gonna let the, are you gonna let the game go on forever? Like, yeah. and then the quality of soccer is just gonna get worse. You got to get to a point where it's like. Look, I mean, you didn't close out the game. You didn't close out the game. Then it's going to shootouts. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's, man,
0: you have what, 90 minutes for You have 90 that's, minutes that's to win the game. Time,
1: and then right? in Europe, you got an extra – you got 120 minutes to close it out, and you still don't close it out. I mean, what, you're just going to keep on going for two hours? Like, I mean – I say
2: throw an extra ball, put two balls on the field and see who scores first.
1: <laughs> that's a hot nah. take. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have like, a problem. Hey, I think, I think shootouts are awesome. I love shootouts. I, I think it's great. I think it's a good way uh, to honestly, cap it I off. I think
0: it's exciting. And I, you know, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but like, yo, that's when you tune at the end. I'm like, Hey, game's tied. It's on you guys now, right? That's, that's how you score, right? You need you, somebody, the goalie has to defend. It's one-on-one. It's, it's fair. It's equal. Um, I'm not sure the distance of the shootout though. It looks kind of close, but other than that, I mean well, I, think, I think I feel like it's, it's fair game. Most of the advantage, I think
2: they say yeah, statistically, I think they say the kickers have an advantage that like 80% yeah. or like some high like yeah. more than like uh, for well, sure
0: the kickers but, have an uh, advantage. Like it's a it's a know, complete
2: goal
1: guessing goal, game. It's a complete yeah, yeah, guessing like a, game for the goalie. The goalie just has to commit as soon as he's about to swing his foot and he just you got to commit and i mean
0: very active you know what i mean because
1: you have the whole upper area that's that's clear basically so if a kicker is able if you're able to hit the top of the net like you're pretty much going to get it in every time
2: and you know and i was into it i was pretty like you know especially at the end on the pks i was kind of into it i really didn't have a rooting interest of england or whatever um um, but i saw something on twitter they're like yo winner lose that they said If 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 uh, England wins, London's gonna burn. If England lose, London's gonna burn. Like you know what I mean? Like the 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 fans (laughs) were gonna go crazy either way. It don't matter. Yeah, (laughs) either way they're gonna they're gonna fucking riot either way. If they win or they lose, like it's gonna go
0: crazy. And I'm sorry, I can't
1: stand the it's coming home (laughs) shit. If you guys never fucking won it, like how's it coming home? It's never been home. It's just fucking strange. I I don't
0: understand that. Are they like the host of it or what is? No, no,
1: it's all over. The games are played all over Europe, and then the final. The semifinals and the finals were played in London and Wembley Stadium. It might be
0: something historical then that we don't yeah. know. I'm about Just to like do a, some research on that. I, it's it's, like, not a, it's like a song like
2: they sing because you know they do recent yeah. chants and shit. And it's, it's,
0: like home, a, it's like a song. It's like a thing. of Is that like yeah. their slogan, kind yeah, of? Yeah. It's like Nick's tape. It's like saying Nick's tape. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. It's
2: yeah, and it's I, I've seen. Uh, so I, I've listened to Leonard, <laughs> and he had they had was like a huge yeah. So and they had Roger Benin on who's like uh who covers the soccer. He has a podcast, Ben and Blazer, whatever. And he compared, he compared England, the England soccer national team to like the Knicks. He's like, they always go, you know, they always think they have a chance, but they never like do anything in the playoffs. They never, they never. Won, you know I
0: mean I, I'll tell yeah. you real quick, I'll tell you who was going off and who was excited about Italy winning. Man, I all my friends in Brooklyn, you know, went to school with a lot of Italians over there in Bensonhurst. And yeah. Bensonhurst was lit. I'll tell you that, man. All the Italians yeah. out there showed up. I'm pretty sure Staten Island was showed out as well, too, of all the Italians living over there, man. I saw tons of videos, flags. Mm-hmm. They had a little yeah. mini parade out there. That was pretty cool, man.
1: Bro, did you see what happened here after Argentina won? You see Miami Beach?
0: Uh, it, was, it, was, it
1: was baby blue and white everywhere. The fucking streets were packed with Argentinians man, just getting yeah, crazy. Yeah. Well, now that we're talking about that, let's switch down to the other side of the hemisphere and south america but yeah it, look up the clips of like now my, that, look up
0: that look up, game i was more excited for
1: look up look up uh miami beach argentina went like the fucking just like you were saying in new york the italians down yeah. here with the argentinians in miami beach it was packed especially like by where me and gabe live uh like by like north miami beach kind of area there's a lot of argentinians yeah. like at sunny isles and north beach and all that but now, Over there.
2: Now, this one, I, I, I didn't get the chance to watch it. Or I didn't watch it. So, I know, Julian, like I said, you've been watching soccer the most. What were your takeaways from the game? And uh, uh, how does it feel that Messi now is his first time winning, right? First time winning interna- international.
1: Yeah. So, international this, is, this is huge. is uh, huge. I want it. I want uh. it. I wanted it to happen, man. He needed it. Everybody was talking shit, saying like he will never be as good as Maradona, Maradona or uh, Pele if he doesn't win an international championship. Even though he's won so many at the club level, and it's like he just needed this, and you can tell that his his uh his all his teammates were raving about him and then you're gonna have all that ronaldo fan haters like saying i literally saw it on twitter everybody like talking shit you see like cr7 and like their fucking handle and they're saying all this talking shit oh messi didn't do anything he didn't do anything it's like what are you talking about you clearly didn't watch the entire tournament messi led the entire tournament and goals scored and assist and what he didn't score a goal in the and he was a little bit of non-existent in the final. and But he almost did score. Uh, if you see one of the parts about like at the 88th minute, he's literally almost scored. And then he slipped and the goalie blocked. The goalie was he just, able to pick it he, up. Yeah,
0: you know, Just like you said, just because he didn't score, man, his impact on the field, you know, he's probably setting up other players. You know what I yeah. mean? Like his hustle his like everything, man. His, his but regardless, gameplay, like, I mean, you look at on that game
1: the whole tournament oh, yeah. i mean he was dominant like he was the best player in the tournament by far he won three he, he literally got top goal scorer trophy and the uh like the mvp tro- uh, he got like two out trophies serious and, hardware man and and then he literally like, he almost scored like granted that was the only thing he really did he didn't really touch the ball much but he did almost score at one point and they would he would have closed it out right there at 2-0 and but they ended up winning 1-0 and you see him and Neymar have a moment, which is pretty cool to see uh former teammates. But uh what a
0: matchup, man, for the finals. But, what a matchup. Yeah, that's, I mean that's what everybody would hope for. The the
1: whole the whole uh and man, Brazil's had Argentina's number for years. This is the first time Argentina has won a championship in 26 years, which is which is uh pretty wild, especially since they're such a powerhouse of a country. But for them not to win the Copa America or uh, anything in 26 years is is pretty wild. And, and so that's, it's, it's that's awesome. All
0: the pressure was on Messi, man. That was the one thing he was missing on his perfect resume mm-hmm. it was a title with with Argentina. And, you know, they fell short a couple of times. And yeah, look at them now, man. Like, I'm happy, bro. Like, that's good for them.
1: Real quick, did you guys see in the semifinals with Argentina faced Colombia? Did you see the goalie in shootouts talking shit? The goalie was calling this dude like a pussy. He was saying all this. It
0: was like, and it's funny. in their head, man.
1: Because it's so funny because if you watch the – I watched the Spanish broadcast, but if you listen – but apparently on the English broadcast, they actually uh, zoomed in and like let them – so you could hear them talk. And they're like, oh, it looks like he's talking or whatever. They clearly didn't know what he was saying. And then somebody like put subtitles and translated it. And it was like, <laughs> yo, <You're like>, oh. <laughs> it was like, oh, you fucking, you're-. I was like, yo, that's electrifying. Fucking Martinez, the goalie for Argentina, is that, that guy is like, at Copa was awesome. Freaking Peru went on a run I did not expect. Uh, a lot of Peruvians are super hyped, but man, I mean, Cop- let me ask a
2: question. It seems that, you know, he could never win and whatever. The only thing in comparison I can make it to is like Kershaw, right? Because there's like Kershaw can have an amazing regular season, but then he can never, and you know, he, he, he kind of clamps up in, in the playoffs. So the question is, is Messi the GOAT?
1: Yes. I don't, I can't. My thing is, I mean, he's the best player I've ever seen. I don't. People like to say Ronaldo. I Ronaldo's great in his own respect, but Ronaldo plays number nine. Messi's a ten, so it's like Messi has a little bit. He does a little bit more Um, because he's a midfielder and not a striker. But and he the creativity he has and what he's able to do. But not take anything. Like I don't know why people have to like put one down and put another up. But like because Ronaldo's just as good. But I will say Messi is. He's. I mean, I. I haven't watched enough Maradona, Maradona. I never know what to say if Maradona or Maradona or enough Pele. Like I, I, that's just, that's beyond my time, but he's definitely, if not the best within, definitely in the conversation with one of those two,
0: and he might be the best. Honestly, I don't know too much soccer, so I'm not going to chime in too much on that point, but we're just going to have to pull up both accolades on, Cr7 it, and Messi, I was looking at it, you know their awards. Well, I don't, I don't think Messi. Cr7 I think has upper hand right now. Well, Cr7 really, seven was, is, him,
1: right? was that international. Yeah, Cr7. I mean, uh, he. I don't think he's one of the best ever. He's one of the best in our generation, but I don't think. I mean, you still got to look at the Brazilian Ronaldo. I mean, like I said, and then you got. There's a lot of guys in there, man. Like, it's it's All right. it's awesome, but. All right now that those two tournaments are over i am real quick gold cup conga Caf is coming up i mean it's already started so now i'm onto that one that's awesome let's see who's going to take it home i'm rooting for my home country costa rica we beat out right. fucking um who do we just beat out oh guada some guadalupe i've never heard of that island but beat them out three one um our big challenge in the group is jamaica jamaica looks really good um so but i think we should win the group and go on to the bracket and then our biggest challenges man mexico is definitely the best team in there usa's right. usa's got his b team got their b team then not got their full team with pulisic and mckinney and all of them none of the european guys is oh, kind of this MLS. Is the north
0: america tournament right this is the yeah, North Kong America. I Right, all right, all right cool, cool, Yeah,
1: so uh, I guess the thing with the Team USA, they wanted to kind of rest their European stars. Like, I mean, I tell you what, man, we've been breeding some talent, bro. Pulisic is a, is the real fucking deal, and we got a lot of yeah, European did guys. Did he just win in Chelsea, Pulisic? Yeah, he just won the UEFA Champions League tournament yeah. in Chelsea. So. I mean, so we got a pretty, USA's got a pretty MLS heavy roster. I think 19 out of 21 guys are MLS players. So they're probably the second best team. Uh, Mexico's got, got their full roster pretty much. I'm surprised Chicharito's not on it, but Mexico's definitely the favorite. Costa Rica's third. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we could do it, man. Uh, Canada does look good. Canada's actually stepped up a lot. They got a lot of uh, MLS, really good talent on there. Some European guys as well. Canada's this is probably the best they've ever been. And you're starting to see uh, North America really step up in t- uh, the talent pool. But yeah, man, I'm, 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 we're, we're on the USA, uh, Canada side on the bracket if we were to move on. So we got to go through those guys. And then if we can get through those guys, if we can get through USA or Canada, whoever it might be, then we're on to face Mexico in the finals. Mexico, so,
2: and Mexico, traditionally, they always beat USA. They generally have a better Yeah, team
1: they, they, they did space. just lose in the Nations League last month. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping, man, I'm hoping my team Costa Rica, this is like our generation's last chance. Because a lot of the guy we got a lot of older guys on our team since the twenty fourteen World Cup when we made history like the farthest for like a North American team to make it to the World Cup the loss in the shootouts. But uh I feel really good this year. I think we do it. Especially since the USA's got their B squad out there.
2: The Julian guarantee. That's what it sounds like. The
0: stamp guarantee right there. Because oh, <laughs> <holy man. laughs> we're always we're always media. third, man. We're always third
1: and we, we can never get We always kind of struggle with Mexico particularly. But uh, Uh, USA is resting for their World Cup qualifiers because they are not going to miss this World Cup because they missed the last one. So that's why they're not playing them, by the
2: way. I want to transition over this weekend because this past weekend was MLB All-Star Week. Mm -hmm. Um, This is JoJo's World. Obviously, he's wearing his American National League shirt. Well, not American shirt.
0: American League.
2: jersey. Um, Jojo, uh, how would how'd you feel overall? I, I saw the home run derby and I saw like the celebrity game at night, and uh, last night's game, the All Star game. So, what was your overall feeling this weekend? What were your highlights? What do you want to talk about coming out of this week?
0: Oh, fortunately, I was able to watch the entire derby, and you know, I had its ups and downs, but overall, I say it was a out of entertainment, solid eight point five out of ten. It was a good one. This was a good one. Um. The talent pool was was okay, seven out of ten. Obviously, you know you're not gonna get all the best players in there. You know you, you would have loved to see Vlad Guerrero Jr. come back and uh, try to see if he could win that uh, title there. Um, but man, there 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 were a few surprises. Uh, your, let's start off with your your guy Otani, man, the number one seed, and I was waiting for him yeah. to go at bat. Right, you got Babe Ruth Jr. Fucking yoked, bro. You no. Know? Listen, man, this guy is literally he's a pitcher leading the league in home runs right now.
1: He yeah, has plus
0: 30. He's on what? pace for 60 home runs this season.
1: What was the, um, what did Stephen A say about him? Something about like he can't be an MVP if he doesn't uh, know English. I, no, no, no. no
0: look, look, all right. Look, or something this was like Stephen A's what, what was take Because I saw this live too. So, you no, know, to, just to get to that real quick. Stephen A's take was the question was like, um, uh, with Otani being the face of MLB right now, does it hurt or help baseball? Now, uh, his take, if I'm not wrong, was basically saying that it's really not benefiting baseball. Uh, and and he he used a lot of the um, facts that you use with you know baseball being a dying sport Call right language. now. You know what I mean? Like the fans are are generally typically older. You know they're not bringing in the, the young guys. They're not really excited about the games. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, those fa- that fan base, the younger fan base is going towards football or basketball right now. So what he was saying is that it doesn't help that your best guy in the league needs a translator, you know what I mean, to get his matches across, mm-hmm. which is like... He's saying now, if if Bryce Harper kind of player, Mike Trout kind of player, two-way player, the first player we've seen in 100 years since Babe Ruth to do those things, if they were the face of the league right now doing that baseball would be the, a grand spectacle. You know what I mean? Everybody, you, you'd see it all over the place. And, you know, Conor argument was that's okay. That's not really an issue because it really doesn't matter. He's still doing these things that we haven't seen in a hundred years. And the fact that you're still talking about it now, bringing up Otani, whether, you know, he, he needs a translator or not. It's still amazing for the sport regardless. But Stephen A's take was basically saying if it was a guy that knew English and it would be even bigger pretty I here
1: here's my thought process to it because like dude we had Bryce Harper and Mike Trout taking the league by storm and they still didn't compare to stardom with the rest of the sports world. We had those, those guys had their time and nothing happened because one MLB doesn't know how to push their players, but like I think MLB's big I've always said this from the jump MLB's biggest problem is themselves. It's not the players, it's them not being able to promote their players and their talent like and that the idea that not having somebody like that that's just to me that's just so ridiculous i mean like we were literally just talking about Messi, and everybody in the entire world knows Messi, even if they don't speak spanish the entire world knows it and he's made soccer such a big sport and 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 then you look in within the own sport ichiro ichiro is one of the biggest names in baseball and he doesn't, he know. he says he knows English, but he likes doing interviews in Japanese because he feels like he can portray himself better yeah. Then he, uh, but he says, that he's with, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Come he's, across the wrong way Cause
1: yeah. he, t- he actually, he's, he said that he speaks English to his teammates and all his teammates. say yeah, he speaks just fine. I guess he's just maybe a little self-conscious or just doesn't want to be taken yeah. the wrong way, but it's like, and he's not the, we've had numerous of like big name people come from Asia and like, Look, I mean, what makes that even worse, too, it's like, look at what the NFL is trying to do. They're trying to go to Mexico and go to London and make it more international. Why not have a massive star that comes from Asia and help spread the name of baseball over there? Like, that's just to me, that's insane. Like, why would you not want that? I mean, it's not like you're talking about Dominican Republic where it's only two million people. I mean, you're talking about one of the most densely populated places in the world and you have a they have a poster child of of like their sport. I mean, NBA is playing in China now and all this stuff like. uh, Sure, you maybe you want an American to bring more American eyes, but like I don't to me, like I don't. We've had that and it, it, doesn't, it hasn't worked in a while because the MLB doesn't know how to promote their sport.
0: Yeah, and I, and I can agree, like you said, two of the biggest names, man, hasn't really accomplished anything yet, man. Your, your guy, Mike Trout, really made playoffs. He was the face. He's the best player in the league. Guy, Bryce Harper, you know what I mean? He gets traded and then his team wins the championship the year after. And, <laughs> you know, he hasn't had any success yet, like in the playoffs or anything as well. And, again, like Max's point, like Max Kellerman, who's going against Stephen A., but, like, I was kind of agreeing with it. Like, it, it really doesn't matter. You speak English, you speak this, you speak that, man. It's, it's what you're doing on the field, right? Yeah. Um, this guy is a pitching phenom, leading the who league in cares? home runs, who's not from this country, who adjusted to Americans' baseball rules. Obviously, it's going to be different in Japan. They, you know, alter rules a little bit. Um, oh, so yeah, man. It's just amazing to what he's doing. And this guy, home run derby number one seed. He didn't win it, but uh, um, p- starting pitcher in the All-Star game got the win, and lead off batter. When have you ever seen this, ever in the history of the sport? You
1: barely even see pitchers pit- hit the ball. They, they do their one go-round, and that's it. But... Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, that whole language. It's people want to see this sport and for what it is. I mean, and and that's it. I mean, shit. Look at the UFC. How many of those motherfuckers don't know English? So it's Brazilian and stuff. And we love to watch them. Like, That's my
2: biggest criticism, too, because I'm like, yo, now they're trying to push, you know, ESPN made this deal with UFC. They have, whatever, 10 years. And now they're trying to push, you know, we talked about it earlier, about they're trying to push Teddy Atlas and Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith to the UFC. And these guys don't typically cover UFC. I understand Max Kellerman because he does boxing. Well, Teddy same Atlas doesn't thing make would... sense because he did only boxing. He doesn't really know UFC, you know, the guillotine. And then you know, <laughs> I know he's getting, getting into A. it,
1: though. He's getting into and, it, but yeah. He's... And Stephen
2: A., you know, Stephen A.'s coming out here with this hot take of, oh. Uh, in, in American baseball, you have to speak English to be the face of the league. I'm like, yo, aren't you trying to cover UFC, which is like mostly Brazilian fighters? Isn't Khabib like from another country and he's like the number one fighter undefeated? Like, and this is the sport you're trying to cover. You're trying to say English is a requirement for you to be a superstar in your sport. Like whoever, like whoever, whoever watches superstars just for the press conference. I'm just like, I want to hear what he says. And if he, if I hear what he says, then I'm going to buy his jersey. The never. At, bro?
1: Well,
0: oh, That's what I'm saying.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, we literally just saw it with Messi and Ronaldo. Like, and we're not even just talking about Mary. We're talking about the whole world yeah. of people that don't know Spanish. And yet, Listen, And I'm not even a soccer huge. fan,
0: but you, you damn know. Like, I know about these two guys. Yeah. And then you look at them,
1: and they're the face of soccer or football. Like, they're the face of it. Like, it's just like.
0: Yeah. So, it, uh, it's yeah, just, you know, good point bringing that up, man. But, like, oh, he, he, he made his apology on ESPN, you know, obviously. But uh, yeah, back to back to this derby, man, because that's where I really want to talk about.
2: So Otani was the first one to go, and I thought that was probably the most exciting part of it because he plays uh, Juan Soto, and I thought I thought there there was like the best one out of all of them. Uh, it was the first one to start, and like they hit like fucking like almost forty home runs.
0: That was uh, exciting because the they had two line. ties. They had yeah. two ties, and if it wasn't this, is how great Otani is? Yes, he lost, right? But he Literally didn't have a home run, or he had one in like the first minute and a half. He hit 20 plus yeah. or like 18. I forgot what it was. With half the time after he made his adjustments. Now he, he should have made his adjustments earlier. First of all, that is not a lefty hitting field over there in Colorado. Yeah. And he kept trying to pull the ball. His first mistake. His second mistake was uh the BP pitcher, he hasn't thrown to him since March. So they they haven't practice together since march and i don't know if you saw gabe but it was kind of funny they asked like oh can we get warm-up throws and they were like ah like we don't no warm-ups here like what are you guys doing they they luckily enough they got a few warm-up <laughs> throws there you know what i mean you got to be ready to go like that's it you know what i mean that's why you have bp in yeah. the back and when you come out you're ready i don't know what I'm that was saying. about I mean, that yeah. could have been could've miscommunication but guess what ultimately it suffered its performance you know what I mean, um, two, he has enough power. I don't know if you guys seen this man. I don't know why he kept trying to pull. He was strong enough to go center, center, right? Like, he, he could have hit Apple. You know, you got to make the necessary adjustments, you know, in a in a competition like that, which I feel like he failed in, in that aspect. Um, but he still ended up catching up. Um, he was gassed. I don't know, you saw how tired he was. Uh, you know, that Colorado air hits different. I didn't, I didn't hear anybody bring up that fact, but man, you're the altitude, you're, you're super high up. I mean, you're not used to playing or training in that environment, so that could have been a factor as well.
1: Let me ask you about. uh, uh, I was gonna just a real quick thing about Otani because I haven't really watched any baseball this year. But like, I know he's like really big on his hitting. But like, is he like a great pitcher, or is he kind of like above average?
0: He's a a great pitcher. Right now, I know his ERA kind of skyrocketed off the last few games, but. Oh man he, he he's a he's a shutdown pitcher he's a, he's a starter pitcher.
1: he's a starting pitcher yeah. a starting uh, pitcher h-
2: how about this Julian uh, the next day when he was playing the All Star game he was hitting a hundred miles an hour how about that
0: throwing strikes right after the home run derby mm-hmm. he, got, he, got, uh, he got the, he got uh, the win yeah he got yeah. the All Star he got the win
2: so um and at, actually it was funny because I heard afterwards um uh, actually they were asking him in the All Star game uh. Uh, cause we're talking about the home run derby with the All-Star game the next day. Um, they asked him They're like, Oh, well, so, you know, you concentrate on pitching, you know, you, there's two different attitudes when you pitch, pitch against a guy. And then when you're hitting against a pitcher, I was like, so, uh, what goes into your preparation? I, I think he said like, he admitted that like, uh, he doesn't do any like BP practice. He, doesn't he, said, do BP. he, he says all his work he does is in the cage. So it's like on a T or maybe like a machine that he doesn't even like go out and practice. Cause that, that's the problem with a lot of times. So we talk about how rare it is, is cause, a lot of times, uh, pitchers are like the quarterbacks. The, the you know franchises they don't want to uh, injure the injure their pitchers because uh, they're like pr- one of the premier players on the field, um, and they're usually the, one of the highest paid, and so they don't get a lot of BP time. You know, unless you're like in the National League, even if you're in the National League, they don't get a lot of chances to get in front of a bat with live pitching, curveballs and shit because they you know they're out there throwing every day trying to get stronger. Uh, what's his uh,
1: what's his batting order? Is it still at the end uh, like a normal it, pitcher?
2: Uh, he's on it. He's a DH, and sometimes they'll switch it. Like I saw, I saw one game where he pitched a game, and uh, he had a hot bat, so they put him out in like right field. Like so, he pitched like whatever seven innings. They took him out to pitch, but then they put him in right field. So just gets, to keep him hitting. Keep his, I, that's yeah. that's yeah. what I was
1: going to ask. Like, so if he's not start, so when he isn't starting, is he still hitting? He's just they put him as a DH. He does,
2: he does DH. They'll DH. him because he he's uh, he plays for uh, the Angels. Which by the way, Angels. we're talking about.
1: But uh, but when they but when he is starting they they what position, they position put him at the end like any other pitcher or they put him at like four or three?
2: Uh, I think he's usually in the middle of the pack because he's... All right, so he plays on the Angels and the Angels suck this year. They're like nine games behind whatever team and the Angels have Mike Trout and they have Shoei Tani. So it kind of sucks that, you know, we're talking about Base of the league or whatever, and it's like they're on a sorry ass team. They're they have two fucking
0: that's crazy, dude. G- yeah. <laughs> best players in the league on the same two team G-S
2: players, and they're yeah, and they're, their team sucks. You know what I mean? That's like uh the Marlins having Mike Stan and fucking
0: Christian Yelich. Just like uh, yo, these guys have one Yellich, Azuna, <laughs> yeah, and all these guys. You know, but like back to the derby real quick though. Um, you know, congrats to Pete Alonzo. That man hit thirty five home runs in the first round. Yeah, he. Thirty-five home runs in the first round. Yo, did you see that guy bat? He, he, he made it look like like that field was exactly. fifty feet, bro. Yeah, he was having uh,
2: probably the most fun, I think, uh, uh, hitting. I mean, you could see it; like it, it was just like I don't know. It just looks so easy, like you just like it's like the ball is just flying off the bat. Um, he had was a, a really good. He was so
0: natural. The power's there. He, I think, his on this is his third year uh, in the league. He won his rookie year against Vlad Guerrero. That's all surprise surprised because he came from behind to beat Vlad by one two years ago. I'm surprised Vlad didn't want to, you know, go up against him again. And fun fact, I think he's the, like, third or fourth player to have back-to-back home run derby titles. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I know Ken Griffey yeah. Jr. was one of them. He, has, he had, like, three back-to-back. He won three in a row or, or whatever it was. Um, he won back-to-back. Like, only two other players that ever do that it's a fun competition and from the looks of it man he could be winning for a long time <laughs> uh quick shout out man no, no. uh i'm pretty sure you guys heard the storyline man this guy trey mancini is diagnosed with uh grade yeah, from the Orioles. cancer and he mm-hmm. was runner up in the home run derby so shout out to him his, it it's was crazy. i was pretty impressed with his performance you know talk about a comeback story you know i was i was low-key room for him after i heard the story so but like, he performed well it was good he put up numbers in that final round too Like he had 20 plus in that final round yeah. and uh, you know these guys were guys by that time So good job to him man all
1: nice. right so you want to go into the all-star game itself
0: uh, i mean pretty much uh we, we, we stayed in with the, to- the best uh, stuff on there you know what i mean
1: your boy got think, the win. Yo, oh, Vlad, Vlad Guerrero went off, dude. I mean, that dude just has a cannon. That guy has a fucking cannon. It's insane. Yo, listen,
0: it's his only third, it's his third year. And he's, he's already young, an all-star. Just like he, his father. It took him three years to become an all-star. Just I like think he father.
1: he had he was the youngest uh, all star yeah. MVP ever. He had you know? a
0: home run too. And he youngest youngest
1: to is now a home run in an all-star game. Yeah, now like the uh now him and his dad are the third father and yeah. son to become yeah. MVPs next to uh, Barry Bonds and his dad and Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like you see oh, that a that lot is- in baseball, man. It's, you see a lot of the, the family thing in baseball.
0: this diversity, know. man. yeah. Oh, look, the winning pitcher was Japanese, and the save goes to an Australian, and the MVP is Dominican. Look at that diversity, man, baseball Yeah. And, to you know, see it more. Yeah, you're starting I mean, to see it more.
2: Sport, regardless of whether how popular it is in, in, in America, obviously, because this was born here, whatever. But it's baseball is time. a global sport. They, they, You know, we pull players from everywhere, from Korea, Japan, China, from, you know, Argentina, Chile, from the DR.
1: Um, Venezuela.
2: Australia. Yeah, there's, there's play, you know, it is a global sport. Although maybe it's not global in popularity, it is a global sport where you have people from everywhere that are are, are, are winning. And like, you know, he... he uh, he just gave you that uh that line of like to show how diverse it can be like you know and going back to Stephen A. is like yeah it, it, people it's care, about, sport, they care about how you perform they, they care about how you perform and how you know uh how, how uh that that's what makes sports interesting it's not whether you can fucking speak english which by the way he does which is, makes his fucking argument dumb as fuck i think he speak english, i think he what he's trying to mean maybe like
1: english. the endorsement type of thing and all that but it's like Bro, you can. They do endorsements all the time without people talking. They do it all the time, yeah. like yeah.
2: And, and he's a funny guy. Like Shohei Itani is funny. If you look on fucking, I'm on Twitter all the time. So if you look for fucking, just push Shohei Itani, you see all these fucking memes and gifs. It's like he's a funny dude. Uh, uh there's like a lot of funny like little gifs of him and shit. So yeah. he has and the thing, man. The like doesn't most doesn't of these
0: talk. players, most of these players learn English over time. That's not going to be an issue. Yeah. Look at Enter the Kumpo. Be- quickly became the face of the yeah. league. Came straight out of Greece, barely knew English. All skinny guy made a name for himself.
1: I will like, say that's I think not a problem. I think the uh Hispanic players have a harder time because you're surrounded by so many other Hispanic players. I think you have a little bit more of a difficult time. Because when you're around that a lot, you kind of tend yeah. to speak in that language what? more often. You know what surprised me actually? I didn't re- like I always knew like there's a lot of Venezuelans in baseball, but I didn't realize they're the second largest uh yeah.
0: uh
1: nationality in MLB. I didn't know no, they're man. the second. And I, I mean, by it's like a landslide. And then America's yeah, you know, third. Americans' World
0: Baseball Classic, they had a stacked squad. Yeah. They had a stacked squad in the World Baseball Classic. And actually, I'm excited for that to happen, which they canceled it because of COVID, I think last year.
1: Was it supposed to be? But, last year? I thought it was supposed to be last right year. I thought it was like this was, year. Was, I thought it was 2017. I thought it was 2017.
0: It's every four years. Oh, it's. Yeah, so it would have been.
1: That's upset. what I thought I thought it would have been this off season.
0: Yeah, honestly, I think it's supposed to be this year, but I think I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet. It might be canceled in, until the next one in four years. Let me see, if that happens, I'm I'm pretty upset. Well, me no, and Julian no, really went to it in 2017. They, and they wouldn't and wait pretty, a whole another four
1: years. They'd probably do what soccer did and just make it the next thing, the next year. Like because this this Euros was technically Euro 2020.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: Well, speaking of, you know. International play. I guess we can end it. Uh, you know, that's it for uh, MLB. But as far as international play, we've had basketball going on. Uh, we can talk about Team USA, uh, Team USA basketball, which right now they're prepping for the Olympics, which is going to happen in Japan. Real
1: quick, World Baseball uh, Classic is
0: happening this year. It's, it's confirmed. Where's your source? I need to know. com. I think I, I heard
2: Cuba. Cuba might have played in Orlando already. But uh,
1: yeah, the qualifiers um, yeah. happened this March. So yeah, is Miami
0: still hosting? I heard Miami this year is hosting yes, the semifinal right. and finals
1: because uh, they had
0: it in LA last time, which they made a huge mistake. Should have had it here in Miami, which they would have had a way better outcome in terms of fans and attendance because of diversity out here. So they made a mistake well, I mean, bringing that to LA.
1: Yeah, it happened in March. I'm trying to see when the yeah. the the pre the, the qualifiers happen in March.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm pretty. I heard a story that Cuba played. Uh, There's is an issue with Cuba. That they played and nobody knew about it um what was i was gonna say oh so obviously the olympics are coming up it's gonna be in japan they're set for um they've already had what they've already had track right because what you call i got dismissed uh shikari uh what's her name shikari, yeah richardson uh, track, or what? something like that yeah,
0: olympics already started. Yeah.
2: yeah yeah um which you already got dismissed um so let's talk about team usa basketball because right now they're playing exhibitions they're preparing for the olympics uh, we had the team. I had the team rosters up, but my battery's dying.
0: dying. Um, uh, you got Dame Lillard, Jason Tatum, KD, Ellie Bill. Bam out of Bayou. Bam out of Bayou. Uh, I mean, they got a pretty good squad. I still don't feel like it's NBA's A squad. I still feel like it's like NBA's B squad out there. Yeah, They're all talented players, man. But it just doesn't feel the same, especially oh, with them going yeah. down 0 2 mm-hmm. the first two games. Even though it's.
1: Oh, Real quick. Actually, yeah, the 2021 it. World Baseball Classic is canceled at the moment.
0: There you go. And then that's, I, I'm pretty sure I read that. That's why I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure he canceled it.
1: Because the qualifiers are supposed to be in 2020. And then they just did the qualifiers this, this year, year. And now, so it's probably going to be next year.
2: Yeah, it's usually. Or 20 or
1: 2023.
2: One of those but, years. Oh, Jim. So, uh, so the, done,
1: what I saw was the qualifiers are this year. Oh,
2: uh, okay. Uh, Team USA basketball. They already lost to. I think the first game was uh, against uh, Nigeria and they lost, and then they mm-hmm. lost yesterday or the other day really? to Australia. Julian, Team USA basketball. Right. Should they panic? Uh,
1: I don't think they should panic, but they should kind of like. I think what it did was probably it woken them up to like the rest of the world. I don't think I like. I honestly feel like with the popularity of basketball. And and even other sports for that matter, it's you're starting to see the talent pool get better. You're no longer, I don't think you're no longer well, for a while you're probably gonna have USA probably dominate. For for a while, but the rest of the world is slowly but surely catching up. I mean, almost every Olympic team or team that's gonna play in the Olympics has at least one or a couple of guys that are in the NBA. Yeah. Like I think Nigeria had two or three guys that were in there After and then guys, and, you, and even like even if you have guys in Europe Europe they play pretty high level basketball like they're yeah. not they're no they're no scrubs over there like the, it's pretty high level basketball I mean look at Spain Spain's been like the notorious only competitor to US for decades now uh, we'll see if they've repeated again but I don't think they should panic but I do think this has been a little bit of a wake-up call uh, to be like hey like the rest of the world is it's getting better and granted they did just start practicing i think like a couple days before that first game so that's a little bit in their defense but at the end of the day your whole team is completely filled with nba all-stars not even just nba players nba all-stars or were all-stars at one point so it's like or all-star caliber so it's like you you shouldn't be losing but i don't think you should freak out it is just the friendly at the end of the day but. Here's
0: my thing. Here's my thing. Honestly, to me, like, I know everyone ended the season at a different point, and it might have felt rushed to some players and whatnot. I feel like there's really no excuse to lose to these teams. There isn't. Yes, the, there rest isn't. <laughs> rest the, world, the rest of the world is catching up, and you, you know what? You know what? I got something to say, bro. Listen, AD is flying so hard under the radar right now. You are literally the best player on this team. You are the best player on the USA basketball team. If LeBron was on this team and they lost the first two games, you know what we'd hear nonstop. LeBron slander. It's gonna be
1: LeBron's again. Remember back in the day. LeBron's? LeBron slander.
0: Now, <laughs> KD is the best player on this team. They lost the first two games. Uh and, and I didn't hear anything, no blame, nothing, even though the games didn't count. I like, come on, man. People well, praise him when he, when he's play, doing his thing. He's the best player on the planet, this and that. Like, USA Basketball, you guys got to take it serious. Like, well, here's my- the country. Like, you know what I mean? And if it was LeBron yeah. on his, on these teams, they lost the first two. LeBron can't lead. LeBron is in clutch. LeBron is in Jordan. But it's KD now. Nah, Nobody even – no one's worried. No one says anything. There's no KD slander. My one thing
1: I probably KD. will say, though, is, I mean – you it's not like it's just him i mean you got a whole fucking squad of like top like some of the best players in the nba so it's like all right yeah katie don't show up you got fucking damian lillard and bradley beal and like a, a bunch of other guys and, and it's I like know.
0: and like, he is the best one he is yeah on that team he yeah. is the face of this team right now AD is the face of USA. But I do think Current. you should
1: not you should not be dropping any L's to anybody except for like maybe a Spain. Like that's the only like excusable team you should be losing to. Like
2: Well, to go to you know to speak to Julian's point, I guess it is true that like, you know, everybody kinda expects the USA to always win because, you know, it's an American sport and we always generally have the best players. But a lot of these players, although they're like maybe names you never heard of. These are like NBA caliber team. Maybe they're like the 14th, 13th guy on a team. You know what I mean? I can tell you the Nigerian team, there's three heat players. There's Casey yeah. Opala, There's uh precious um, and Gabe Vincent, which gave Vince is like a,
1: and a I'm sure a lot like of North those guys bench. play in Europe too, which is yeah. very competitive.
2: There's professional players, you know, uh, you know, as far as professional NBA players. And there's also, t- you know, guys that come from other teams. I is on, uh, was the Australian team. I think I saw, um, hey, you got your so
0: boy Luca playing for Slovenia. Yeah. So down over yeah.
2: There. there. There's that caliber. And like you said, like, it's not guaranteed. Like, and, you know, maybe USA doesn't have the best players because everybody's trying to, you know, hear their bodies, right? Because Steph Curry's not playing. LeBron James. I just saw LeBron James with the yesterday. Yeah, like,
0: This is definitely like their B squad, man. Yeah, James, they don't have- James, yeah.
2: I saw James Harden and fucking Monte Cristo. He was high as fuck. He looked like, uh, I don't know, what the fuck he was doing. Um, So maybe we'll have the best squad. <laughs> but, you know, kind of everybody expects us to have the best team, right? Because it's our sport. Um,
1: they don't have the best uh, squad, but they still, I think, by far the best team. That's like, the
2: expectation.
0: Yeah. The expectation. Yeah. No, they, yeah, I, I, think, think they, I don't it's think it's
1: the expectation. I think it's just it just is. I mean, like, like, dude, I mean, as, even though they, yeah, you don't have Steph Curry and you don't have LeBron. And you don't, dude, I mean, look at the team. Like, it's like, it's insane. Like, it's, a, it's still a stacked team. I mean, their bench players are like Jason Tatum. Like, yeah. it's just like
2: yeah. – Everybody else takes you know expects us to dominate. Um, I actually think, I mean, should they panic? I mean, is Kyrie on the team? He's
0: uh, Kyrie's not playing right now. He's not, not he got playing. That
1: oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I forgot. Yep. Yeah.
2: Um. So so, you know, like you said, this is like our B team. I, I don't expect them to go that far. You know, I, I kind of I remember when what was it like two thousand um, something? Well, a uh, Dwayne Wade team when they won like the they won silver like they didn't win the whole uh, the LeBrons. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was 2008.
2: 2008.
1: Yeah, it was like and 20 then? yeah, it was something like yeah. They lost in the semifinals and they, but they yeah, won bronze.
0: They, they won in 2012 though, right? 2012. It, it was
1: it was like kind of. It was like I think LeBron was still in Cleveland at the time. I think it was back then.
0: All right, like, I think anything AI was on the team. It, AI it's not, was on it's it. Not too early to hit the panic button. They shouldn't be hitting the panic button, but but still like. I would hope that they wouldn't lose to another team at least, like because come on, that,
1: like the one that really worries yeah. me was Nigeria. Like Australia, I mean, I think is probably a better team, but like Nigeria is like not even close to being a competitor. Yeah. Like they're not even close, and the fact they lost, that they lost to them was like
2: they lost a close game. It was I think ninety to eighty-seven. So uh, they lost on shooting. I didn't. Dude, I didn't well, it,
1: it said something the last time they played them, they beat them by like. 60 points or something shit like yeah. that it was something it, absurd i don't remember what it was but it was like the last time usa played nigeria it was like by like 60 70 points or something ridiculous yeah.
2: so l- let me pose the question let me pose a question like how do you guys feel about because i haven't watched any uh the usa basketball i'll probably, I'll probably watch the olympics when it, when it's on but as far as the exhibition i have like no interest um but like what is your guys level of interest going into the olympics as far as basketball like is are you just like, oh, I expect them to win, and if they lose, that's 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 a bigger story than them winning? Or are you gonna actually like into like, oh, let me see who's what kind of international player oh, there
0: is? You know, now that they lost the first two games, um, it actually made me more excited to watch it because I'm like, okay, like Julian said, there's some level of talent out there, which does make it more exciting, you know what I mean. Um, you don't want to see them win by 50 every game, like which we, we were accustomed to. It, it, it did kind of get boring, no yeah. sense, you know what I mean. You want to see better games. You want to see better quality basketball. You don't want to see one-sided basketball in the Olympics. It's just not entertaining. Like, who would want to see that? Ultimately, I do feel like they have to win.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're USA, like, it's gold or bust. Like, it's – there is no silver. Like, it's like we are the, the country that invented it. We're the ones that are the biggest market for it. We have the best players in the world. Like, it's it's gold or bust, like, for Team USA, we it's, have the best
2: players in the world, but do we have the best players on the court? That's the question.
1: You still have the best players on the court. You still do. Like, <laughs> you, you still, oh, even if you, you, you still do, like you still do. And who's to say, like in ten to fifteen years? I mean, maybe it'd be even more competitive, which are, the track it's going it probably will. But I, I've always loved. I, I love international play in general, like whether it be soccer, baseball, or football. Um, not football. Uh, basketball. Uh so I, I've always I always think it's pretty cool watching either the Olympics or even the FIBA World Cup. Like that that's pretty cool to me to watch. Even though it seems like recently they haven't been really putting in like pretty good teams into the World Cup, uh I've noticed. I think the last World Cup, they got second to like Spain or something like that. But like they were like a bunch of above slightly above average NBA players. I forgot who was on that team. I remember watching it though. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking I, about.
2: I have no fucking clue. I just want to end it <laughs> on basketball. So we're talking about basketball. We're in the
0: middle of the, the right FIBA
1: World Cup.
2: I know the FIBA World Cup. But I don't know what the fuck to talk about. NBA Finals. <laughs> game four. It's going on right now. I actually want to get to it because that's what I'm trying to hear Actually, up. I want to
0: watch this game. All right. um, we got Suns and six, fellas.
2: Obviously, Suns are up 2-1. They're playing game four in Milwaukee. Uh... JoJo, because uh, uh, you've probably been watching him. I've watched all three games. Uh, the last one kind of sucked. But what, what are your overall thoughts of the series? And what do you kind of expect uh, today in tonight's matchup?
0: All right, so I got Suns winning in six. Here's the thing. Let me let me switch over to the Bucks real quick. They're getting a lot of criticism this whole playoff run. Um, obviously, they're aside from the Brooklyn Nets series, they were the favorites in every single series. Um, and it's weird, right? Because it's like see what Giannis and everybody drew holiday Middleton we're we're literally doing this it's a roller coaster ride one day we love them all we say they're a great team the next day we're like yo they don't even have a game plan the coach can't make adjustments what's going on here and I feel like my theory man he, he just played better at home you know what I mean like they, they play better at home because they, you have times where they're away and they literally look like they're in shambles they don't know what's going on Middleton didn't show up Giannis is I don't know. He's uh, shooting three-pointers over homeboy that's six, six two over there instead of posting him up. And it just looks like random basketball. But then last game, like Giannis was setting the tone early and setting up his uh, his teammates. For, like four assists in the first half or the first quarter, something like that. And, you know, he was setting them up, and he got his baskets when he could, and he was getting everybody else involved, and it wasn't the, the Giannis show. You know what I mean? Not saying he's a ball hog or anything, but, like, Middleton had to step up. You know, everyone else drew holiday. You know, they had, like, it's just their overall team play. Um, and I feel like if they keep playing like that, they could win the series, even though I got the Suns winning in six. But as you've seen in the playoff run, like, they, they were down 0-2 against the Brooklyn Nets. First two games in Brooklyn, they, were, they lost by 30. Did anyone pick them coming out of that series? Yes, I know Kyrie got injured and, you know, Harden, you know, all that stuff. They lost by 30 in the first two games. Everyone said series was over. Yeah. They ended up winning that series.
1: Yeah, they always so find I'm a way same. to win somehow, one way or another. They it's like, the
0: win. yes, they get the win that they need. They're,
1: they're not the strongest of teams. It's just like yeah. they just, they always find a way to win. And it's just one of those things. It's, it's just weird. Like people show up at the right times at the right places and it, they always find a way. I don't know how. I have the Suns in five. I think the Suns, like, wow. I, got them in sp- I got the Suns in five. I think the Suns are hot, bro. I, th- I think they're just too good.
0: Uh, it's true, but uh, I, I feel like, like, I, like you know, for the reasons I just explained, Like I feel like Bucks got another game in them. Yeah. I wouldn't to win. be surprised. I'd like to see it happen faster.
1: I wouldn't I be surprised the the if the Bucks win one more, especially if they win tonight. But uh, I, I'd like to see the Suns in yeah. five.
2: I think uh, what I've seen so far, especially the first two games, uh, you know, obviously Suns playing at home um, for the first two games, I would say like the games were close, especially the first half. But it seems like in, like the third quarter, the last, you know, the last half of the game that the Suns really, they started making shots. And when they're a hot team, uh, they're hot. Like they play as far as comparisons, the Bucks versus the Suns. I feel like the Suns play better team basketball. They're really good passing and, and, and finding the open man and shooting. Um, as far as game three, I feel like uh, you know they lost. Obviously, the Suns lost the game, and I think they lost in the second the second quarter because that's when the game got away from them, and they could never. Yeah. They were down like twenty five or something. Booker it, wasn't hitting
0: uh, shots. Um, yeah, they, yeah. You know, it just wasn't going for them. You know, he kept shooting. as good. Like shoot or shoot. Yeah, but he, he didn't really get involved much in the game. Uh, Chris Paul was doing what he could with his little mid range. Yeah, his you know, it, his floaters here and there. Um, but yeah, man, it's just a, it was going. Everything was going right for the Bucks. You know, they went on that that run. Yeah, have seen a four run or something that's when and, you got the move you know, could have come back from that
2: oh. and I kind of expected you know I didn't, I didn't expect the Suns to, to, to sweep the Bucks right because if you think you look at the beginning of the year the Bucs were kind of favorites coming into the season uh, regardless of whether you know shit happens injuries um, you know the probably the best series they had was against the Miami Heat that first round because they swept the Miami Heat and you know a lot of people are saying that you know the Bucks have been like beneficiaries of injuries. Where there's Trey Young in that series, because I I kinda you know, I was kinda rooted for Atlanta. Uh, yeah
0: that, uh yeah, that that I sucks. mean, people people were saying the same for the Suns as well. You know yeah. what I mean? They were beneficiaries for of injuries on that side, you know what I mean, the teams they got by.
2: Um, but so far, you know, as far as game three, people can expect them to come up in and just be pissed off, right? It's in the first back home uh game back home and kind of win. So this game, um uh, I kind of think the Bucks are going to win. I, I got, I'm, I'm with you, JoJo. I got I, the Suns in six. Um, I kind of expect them to win. Tonight. I happen to watch it tonight, so hopefully we'll see. Um, but uh, I think the Suns got a, a, a better team as far overall, like coaching, everything. I think, like I said, uh, There's you know so I much firepower.
1: That so guy much fire is power. a
2: fucking, he's a walking uh, clap machine. Uh, I, I've never seen anything in his schemes. They're like, oh, yeah, they're adjusting or they're making changes. It's like, no, it's like, yo, give Giannis the ball at the three-point line and see if he can fucking try to shoot around this guy. You know what I mean? Uh, see if he can drive it in on ISO. It's like, no, the, like they, they don't have a plan. Like, their plan is uh, – they only have one plan. They're like very one-dimensional in the books. So uh, I don't see them making huge adjustments in this series. So it's like if the Suns are shooting and they're hot, I got the, I got the Suns in six. Um, uh, it's more of like – uh, how how much do the suns want to win you know i don't like i said i don't see really um, the bucks making adjustments so it's like how how eager are the suns to to uh, beat out the bucks so hopefully we can get that to that game tonight and we can see where they're at right now i don't know do
1: you right. think it stat- still be six if suns if suns win tonight do you think it's still six
2: i still got six yeah, yeah. they got one game
0: Still got six i still, I still got, got suns
1: in they, six they could get one they
0: could get one even if they're down 3-1 yeah i mean who's to say they won't win the next one you know what I mean, we, we shouldn't happen in playoffs and yeah. finals. You know I mean, hey, they won't win three in a row. I'll tell you that. Yeah. They won't win three in a row. They'll yeah. probably get one.
1: Yeah, it's just too uh, much firepower on that Suns team. It's just too I'll good. Just All
0: leave
2: right. It then, so on into the weekend, uh, is there any other games or anything you guys are looking forward to going into the weekend? I mean, obviously we're gonna looking at NBA finals. Uh, uh Julian what sport are you looking forward to you're looking forward to the CONCACAF. is that it yeah just more soccer
1: honestly i'm 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 really invested now that i got my my country in there uh just watching a lot of those i wanted to go to a game they're playing in orlando i want to go but i don't know if i'll be able to but uh actually i'm i'm i i bet you greece is really upset that giannis can't, can't play I was literally thinking about that as soon as we switched to the finals. I'm like, damn! I bet you Greece is fucking like so I mean, upset. Look, like <laughs> they
0: could get one of his other brothers. So there's yeah, three I, of them in the league. One plays yeah. for the Lakers, one and one he of could play. And the other one is yeah. on his team. Um, in the <laughs> yeah. Bucks. But hey, they, yeah. they get one out of the three. Yeah,
1: I mean, are their te- yeah. is their team even like? Like gonna be in it, like a, like I don't know if Greece is even good enough to like be in. I'd have to
0: I'd have to research that. I'll tell you All what right. I'm excited about: second half of the baseball season. Hopefully, Yanks can make adjustments, make a run. uh It's not looking too pretty right now. We have a pretty tough division. Boston in the league We got Tampa Bay. Oh DJs. shit! We didn't even bring uh, it up.
1: Tampa Tampa goes back to back, bro. <laughs> Bay, <those> <laughs> that's, that's uh, I forgot. We've completely forgot about Tampa. that. Tampa goes back to. <laughs> I'm wearing my, my my
2: Panther shirt right here. This is my vibing Panther right here.
0: Oh man! Did you, oh, you yeah, draw you know that? Crazy, bro! Like it's funny how the series. We go to watch, you know, it's the first round and just, I, know, know, just I feel
1: better. I feel better knowing that we lost to the champs. <laughs> yeah. That's always my thought process. It's like, all right, whoever we lost to, they better win the fucking whole thing. Cause I feel
0: less bad. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Well, congrats From to Tampa, Tampa,
2: Tampa Bay, bro. I don't. I don't want to bring it up as a topic because I haven't been watching. I mean, I'll watch it like, you know, I'm not what watching a fucking
1: year though. for Tampa, sure man the World Series, fucking back winning the Super Bowl, to. hosting the Super Bowl, going back-to-back yeah. back the Stanley Cup. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, man. We didn't to something after I years of mediocrity yeah. in Tampa, after years of mediocrity, they finally get something That's going. what I'm
2: looking forward to. Thank you, Julian. You gave me something to land the plane on. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Florida Panthers Tampa Bay rivalry. It's going to be the war on I... Not the war on I-4. The war... <laughs> Of Everglades or some shit we'll 75 a, we'll, we'll make, we'll make 75, a 75, 75 that's what I'm looking forward to I don't like year until it happens that's what I look forward to I look forward to the day that Tampa comes and we just I'm looking for revenge that's what I'm looking for that 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 <laughs> so that's it his internet broke watch the Sun Bucks games going on right now appreciate y'all checking us all the things tell me Jojo where can I get the podcast
0: Home Depot Lowe's Walmart Tarjay, H- anywhere Filet. you get a podcast. YouTube,
2: Instagram, Facebook, all things. We appreciate y'all coming out, hanging out, checking us with us. Follow the Instagram YouTube.
0: Real Fans Podcast, Twitter Real Fans Podcast, Spotify Real Fans Podcast, our YouTube. Let's go, guys! Let's go. And
1: next time, see you next week. See ya.